The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. With same-game parlays, live betting, odds boosts, and so much more, don't miss out as the NBA postseason winds down. And if you're new to DraftKings, you got to check this out. New customers bet 5 bucks to get 150 in bonus bets instantly. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code ROSS. That's code ROSS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net in New York. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. If you'd like to make your NFL games a little more interesting, you've come to the right place. It's the Even Money Podcast with Ross Tucker and Steve Fezzik. Yeah, Vegas, baby, Vegas. Love the Even Money Podcast, and I know a lot of you do as well. Last week, we did the Vegas AFC win total numbers for each team and gave either a... uh, Over, under, bet, or said we will pass. That number seems just about right. The we is Steve Fezzik. You can check him out on Twitter, at Fezzik Sports. He, of course, the only two-time winner of the Super Bowl of professional football betting. I'm Ross Tucker, former NFL offensive lineman. Glad to have you aboard, as always. My Twitter handle, at Ross Tucker NFL. Today we are doing NFC win total numbers, as well as diving into the NBA Finals, which start tonight. We are year-round on even money because there's always gambling to be done and discussions to be had surrounding it. We are presented by SeatGeek. Make sure you get that app on your phone for any show you want to go to and use the code ROSS. When you get the app on your phone in the settings tab, so you get the $20 off your first purchase. Steve, before we get into the NFC win total numbers today, I want to get into the NBA Finals, which start tonight. Um, Someone was telling me, are the the Warriors huge favorites? What what are the odds right now? Warriors are... Right about minus 280 to win the series. Take back about plus 240 on the Cavs. Quite a divide here, Ross. The public loves the Cavaliers to win the series outright, and the pros love Golden State. Why do you think that is with the public? Um, It's a sexy underdog. Cleveland's been playing very well. They have the very best player. They beat them last year, and the public doesn't remember details. They don't remember that Curry was hurt last year. They don't remember that Bogut got injured and was out the last three games of the series. They don't remember Draymond Green was suspended for game five. Um, Iguodala was injured and playing injured during the finals. Golden State chased the 73-win record last year. Because of that, they compromised the end game 
That's what cost them ultimately the title. This year they've done it right. They're going for the right record to go for, trying to go 16-0 and in the NBA playoffs. I like it. So when you say big spread, what does that mean? Um, or big well, divide, the, big divide between the fans and the, like the, the 240 and 280. Um, yeah, so every pro that I talk to that makes a living betting on professional sports, and by the way, they've done very badly in the NBA playoffs. They played a bunch of unders and lost with them and taken a chance with underdogs. So they, the pros have not done well, but everyone I, I speak to says, oh, yes, I've got Golden State minus 250 to win the championship, and I have Golden State game one. Minus seven, but Ross, when I walk into a sports book or I play at a poker table and I just talk to recreational tourists, they can't believe Cleveland is this big of an underdog. They are shocked and they love the underdog. So it's a pros versus Joes series. And you know what? The Joes, the public year to date in the playoffs, have cleaned up and Vegas is hurting because of it. The, they, the public has beaten up on the sports books, betting favorites and overs. But here's the underdog, the rare underdog that the public loves. Got it. Okay. Well, um, and so you're, you're, you're going with the Warriors as well. Warriors in five, and I think Cleveland gets game three because LeBron is God. And I, I might want to add, too, I don't understand – like in the MVP voting, why LeBron just doesn't win every year. He's clearly the best player, and frankly, everybody knows it. Let's get to the NFC win total numbers now, Steve. Last week, we did the AFC. Highly encourage, if you missed that, to go back and check out last week's Even Money podcast. Today, we're doing the NFC, and we will start with the Arizona Cardinals, Steve. Their over-under is set at eight. Your thoughts? Yeah, and they've had a disappointing year, seven, eight, and one. You know, I really like this team to start the year. Uh, They're loaded, arguably had the best running back in David Johnson. Arians is a good coach. Will Carson Palmer last the season? He is the Achilles heel for this team. But here's a team that was contending and making deep playoff run just the year before the wheels came off last year. They still went seven, eight, and one. Uh, I think eight's very attainable. Weak division. I think uh, Arizona over eight, one star. Eight seems about right to me uh, with some of the guys they lost in free agency: Calais Campbell, Tony Jefferson. But you are right about the weak division. I do think it's one last hurrah. For Carson Palmer, Larry Fitzgerald, and they had a lot go wrong last year and still go seven, eight, and one. So I'm going to put one unit on the over as well. And so our first team is our first best bet. The best bet. Next up, we've got the Atlanta Falcons, who were up 28 to three in the Super Bowl. They've really only gotten better since last year. Yeah, their number is only nine and a half. That surprised me a little bit, Steve. Yeah, and it's because Vegas believes in the Super Bowl hangover, Ross. We've seen it so many times. Carolina Panthers last year, 15 and one. They lose to the Broncos, and they're not to be heard from the following year. They're so hungover, physically beat up from the extra games, emotionally and mentally beat up over letting it get away. I hate to go against this. I love Atlanta and everything they did. The defense is improving. I would lean over, 
But um, because of the hangover, I'm going to pass. Very important to mention also, be careful betting overs this year. They changed the overtime rules. I'm sure you've spoken about in other podcasts. Only 10 minutes now. That means we're going to see more ties. Ties very bad for the over better. So the average number of wins in the NFL is not going to be eight anymore. It's going to be 7.9. Sounds trivial, but it's not. I'll predict that at least one team goes does not get over because of a tie this year. That is a really good point. Really good point, Steve. I mean, look, it's probably only going to be two or three ties, but you know that could be six different teams there. And think about the over-unders last year for like the Redskins and the Bengals after that game. Um, for the Falcons, I'm still going over. I still think they get the double-digit wins. Maybe just ten and six or eleven and five, but I, I think they get the double-digit wins. So I'm putting one unit on the Falcons. I, I just I know what happened with Carolina last year. I have a tough time thinking the the Atlanta Falcons drop off that much. They don't get the double-digit wins. Next up, speaking of regression to the mean and defending Super Bowl hangover teams, how about Carolina at nine? Yeah, I'm surprised that they got dealt at nine after going six and ten. The defense, clear regression. Obviously, the McCaffrey pickups going to help Cam Newton. I still worry. I think that Carolina can win ten games, even eleven games, if they absolutely have to win each game. And Newton goes ahead and does it with his wheels and runs a lot. But my experience has been intelligent quarterbacks that want to last in the NFL after a few years of getting knocked around realize they have to minimize the amount of running they do, and that would compromise the offense. That's the problem. So do you play for short-term, or do you play for a long-term career? And nines, uh, with the defense regressing, you got to get 10 to get there. I'll lean under. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm going to go under. Uh, I mean, if it were 9.5, I would definitely go under. I'll probably – I'm with you. I'll lean under. But I, I don't like Cam missing all this time. Uh, it seems like they're trying to change the offense for, to allow him to dink and dunk to McCaffrey and Samuel. I don't really see if that's going to work out. I feel like Keekley is one hit away from never playing again. In fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go under. I don't, I don't think they get to nine wins. I, I'm going to go one unit on the under for the Panthers. Next team up is the Chicago Bears and they are at five and a half, Steve. I got to tell you, Ross, I'm, I was all ready to fire on the Bears over. They were so injured last year. Um, you know, I think Fox was going to have a bounce back year. Howard was going to go ahead and be healthy this year. And I liked the Glennon pickup. And then they sold out their future. Uh, Glennon finds out during the draft party that his replacement has been drafted and they've mortgaged the future to get Trubisky, uh, who may well start the last six games and lose them all. No, thank you. Um, going to be a transition rebuild year. I pass. Yeah, this is a, a five and a half seems about right. I would lean under. I just don't like, you know, the the lack of lack of certainty I guess at the quarterback position it feels like they're destined to make a change and how often do teams that have mid-season changes at quarterback do they end up having a lot of success I'm going to pass that one though because you made some good points they played better at the end of the year with Matt Barkley 
and they have some good young pieces coming back. I will pass on the Bears, and we'll go to Dallas, who's at nine and a half, Steve. And Vegas, I think, may be outthinking themselves. Regression models, whenever a team is lousy, and Dallas was lousy, what, they win like three games the year before, and suddenly as the breakthrough year, we expect them to come crashing back to earth. So that applies to most teams. But I think the story is different in Dallas. The reason that they were so bad is that well-documented that when Tony Romo was hurt and they didn't have a quarterback, they lost virtually every game without Romo. Well, now they have a quarterback. And with um, as successful as they were last year, 13-3, and you've got to feel that Prescott, even with a little bit of a sophomore slump, is still going to be quite good. Um, Science pointing up, you know what? I hate playing a team that just had their breakthrough year to go over, but it's the only way I would look. I will lean over on Dallas. I'm going to do the same. I think that they probably end up at about 10 wins. So I'm going to lean. I'm not going to put a bet on it, but I agree with a lot of what you said. I do think, though, that the Eagles are going to be better. I don't think the Giants are going to be worse. Um, Redskins I'm not sure about. I just think their division, as well as some of the losses they had on defense in the secondary, Doug Free retiring, I'm going to I probably lean over, but I'm going to pass that one ultimately. What about the Lions at eight wins? I love the Lions to go under eight wins. That's a two-star best bet for me. Let me make my case. They got outscored last year. I don't think Jim Caldwell is a effective um, game manager, makes bad decisions, yet somehow they won all these close games. They beat Chicago. Uh, by three. They beat the Vikings in two close games. One of them, the most ridiculous loss in the history of the NFL. Go back and rewatch that game at Minnesota. I'll spare all Viking fans the gory details. They beat um, Philadelphia by one. They beat the Rams by three. Washington by three. Jacksonville by seven. Indy by four. Um, The theme is that almost all their wins are close against garbage teams last year. The schedule is harder this year. Nightmare season for the Detroit Lions under. Whew. Yeah, you make a really, really good point. Eight seems about right to me. Um, I, I would probably, I'm debating between leaning under and putting one unit on the under. I'll put one unit on the under. I think that there's still some transition under the new regime with GM Bob Quinn. And I think that they probably end up, you know what, I, I changed my mind. I'm passing. I'm leaning under, but I'm passing. I don't feel strong enough about it. I'm not letting you talk me into it, Steve, just to get a best bet. I'm, 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 I think eight wins sounds about right for them. Let's go to the Packers. What does 10.5 sound like to you? Gosh, you know, over 10 sounded good to me. That's all this team does is win 10, even with their disappointment, the way they started last year. Uh, you got Aaron Rodgers. You got stability and the like. There's a big difference between 10 and 10 and a half. And I got to tell you, Ross, this, these overtime rules have really shaken me up. I don't want very many overs at all. I pass. Wow. So you think it has that much of an impact? It's probably only going to be like maybe one more tie a year. I think there's going to be three or four because the, the, the impact of both teams. Three or four ball, total or three or four more? I think there's going to be three more ties. So instead of one tie a year, I think there's going to be four because 
you go down, you get the opening kickoff, you go down, kick a field goal, I get the ball, I'm driving. There's three minutes left in the game. There, I have no sense of urgency. I don't want to give you the ball back. I take my time. If I don't get in the end zone, I kick a field goal, we tie. Hmm. All right. Um, so you're going under on the Packers or just passing? Just passing. Yeah, I'm going to pass as well. Uh, I think they're a 10-11 win team. They always end up losing a game or two in the regular season that they shouldn't. What about the L.A. Rams who evidently have a quarterback competition according to their coach Sean McVay this week as it relates to Jared Goff and Sean Mannion? What do you got on the Rams? Boy, you know what? If Manuel won the quarterback competition, I would jump on the Rams to go over five and a half because I really think Goff completely has set this team back. Maybe he'll be a lot better. He was terrible last year. Um, the move to L.A. completely sandbagged the Rams last year. No team had to fly more miles. They had to go to London. They had to relocate. No surprise they went 4-12. and 12. We were all over the under there. That transition should be fine. This year they should be much improved. I'm ready to go over five and a half, but I hate Goff, and I'm not risking my hard-earned dollars on a quarterback that I hate. Pass. I'm going to pass as well. I, I just, you know, they can easily win seven games if he, um, now are you showing five and a half? Because I'm showing six. It's five and a half to six. Okay. So I'm I, I think that they can easily win six win six games if he's if he's at all competent. So I'm I'm gonna pass on that one. I, I don't even know which way I'd lean. That six sounds about right to me. Six and ten for the LA Rams. What about the Vikings at eight and a half? Yeah, the Vikings should bounce back. I like Zimmer. I like the fact that they lost games last year that they should not have lost. Both the Lion games. Um are good examples. Um, I like the fact that it doesn't look like there's going to be a quarterback controversy. It's going to be Bradford. And you've got that big home field advantage in their new stadium that they've become used to now. Going to be very noisy. But again, um, I really don't want overs. Um, I, I don't like overs anyways, Ross, because even before the overtime rules changes, if you average all these season wins, they don't average to eight. They average to 8.1. So the value is to try to find the good unders. I'll just lean over. Got it. Um, yeah, I don't really have a lean there. I, I think I'd probably lean under. I don't, I don't think the Vikings get to nine wins. I don't like, you know, Zimmer's with the eye and he's not there. Does it make that much of a difference? No. Um, I'm still not sold on Bradford. I, I just don't I, I don't know that they fixed their offensive line. I would lean under there. And in fact, I'm I'm tempted to put a unit on the under. I'm not gonna do it, but I, I would lean under. What about the Saints at eight and eight at eight wins? Now, you know, this one surprised me. I'm kinda kicking myself that I didn't get to it before. I'm gonna go under the eight for a unit. The um I like the stability under Peyton. Um, Drew Brees every year has a great year. The defense is always mediocre, but I'm looking at Drew Brees' birthday. And he is 39 now. And at, I guess he's 38 and two-thirds. Quarterbacks in the NFL fall off the cliff if they're not named Tom Brady when they turn 39. And they suddenly don't have it. Peyton Manning went from MVP to barely being out, able to beat out Brock Osweiler as a starting quarterback. They need Breeze to have a borderline MVP year like they has every year 
to win nine games. I think Breeze regresses this year, especially as the season goes on. Plus, he could get hurt. I really think it's a strong under. Yeah, I'm going to pass. I, w- I would lean under as well because it seems like they go seven and nine every year, but I, I don't feel that strongly enough to put a unit on it. What about the Giants at eight and a half? Giants are kind of a mystery to me here. Um, I don't know what to think of McAdoo. You know, he's got the big Denny's menu that he calls the plays with. Eli sure looks like he is getting old and doesn't have the fastball anymore. Um, the defense, though, they bought that defense, and it was so good and so improved last year. I hate to go against a team with a great defense. I'm going to pass. I'm going to pass as well. I, You know, this might surprise people. I'd probably lean under. I, I just – I know last year they made the playoffs. They won double-digit games, even though Eli didn't play that great. So I think a lot of people look at it and say, well, if Eli plays better, you know, then they should win double digits again. I just I don't know how do you have the confidence that Eli is going to play better. So I would pass, but I would probably lean under, which I'm sure surprises some people. What about the 40 – no, I'm sorry, the Philadelphia Eagles at eight wins? Gosh, I was all ready to jump on the Eagles bandwagon. I was licking my chops. I thought that uh, second year for Wentz um, under Peterson, team coming around. A lot to like about the Eagles. I was going to fire over seven and a half after the seven and nine season, but Vegas set this total anywhere from eight to eight and a half. Just a little bit too pricey for me. Fly, Eagles, fly. They'll probably get there. I'm going to lean over. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna take the over. I, I think the Eagles get to nine or ten wins. I you know if this was seven and a half, I'd be devouring it. Um, but I, I think the Eagles seven and nine last year with uh, some horrific position groups: corner, wide receiver. The O line had their issues. Receivers better. O line should be good for the year. Wentz should be even better in the second half of the year. I'll take the over for one unit. For the Eagles. What about the 49ers at four and a half? I think the 49ers, obviously, they're hurting on talent, but I like the fact you get rid of a coach that clearly wasn't working. So you bring in Shanahan, uh, you get rid of a quarterback that clearly was dividing the team. So you bring in capable, I guess, Hoyer. Um, four and a half is a really low number. It wouldn't surprise me if the Niners went ahead and got a couple wins again against the Rams and found a way to get to five or six wins. Um, obviously a very uh, a team in transition, complete rebuild. I will still lean over. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm going to go over. I, I think they get to five and, or six wins. That's really based on the faith I have. I, I think Kyle Shanahan's really good, really good. And I think Brian Hoyer in that offense will operate it pretty effectively, and I know I'm taking too many overs. But I've leaned under on a bunch of teams, which I guess doesn't really do much for you. But I'm going over one unit for the 49ers. What about Seattle at 10.5? That feels high, Steve. It feels high to me as well. The defense is not what it was. It regresses each and every year. Um, But I love Russell Wilson. Um, Other than the hiccup in the Super Bowl, wow, is he a clutch player. The division is so down. They're probably going to go five and one in division. Because of that, I think um, that ten and a half looks just about right. I'm going to pass. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 
I'm going to go under. I, I just don't like the mojo from that team right now. I think they probably win nine or ten games. I know they still have a lot of talent on defense. But I, I just I don't like anything I'm hearing from there right now. And obviously they need Russell Wilson to stay healthy again. They still haven't fixed the offensive line. And the defense is getting older every year. I think they probably win nine or ten games. So at ten and a half, I'll go one unit on the under. What about the Tampa Bay Buccaneers at eight wins? And here's an over I can get behind. I'm shocked that it's at eight wins. All uh, signals pointing up for Tampa Bay. Schedule's a little bit difficult. Um, They have to play the AFC East, so they get the Patriots. The rest of that division actually is pretty easy, but the NFC North is tough, and they get the Giants in Arizona for their wild card games. But um, I think continued maturation, improvement from Winston, you look at these receivers to Sean Jackson with Mike Evans. They pick up, uh, you know, Howard, the stud tight end from Alabama. Doug Martin only played eight games last year. I know he suspended game one, but if, if he can play 14, 15 games this year, I think Tampa's a playoff team. Over eight looks good. Yeah. You know what? I, I think they're an over team as well. I, I feel pretty good about them getting the nine wins this year. Deshaun Jackson, O.J. Howard. Give me one unit on the Bucks over as well for a best bet. The best bet. Lastly, Steve, we have the Washington Redskins at seven and a half. One of the teams that they are expecting to be worse this year. What do you got? You know, and, and we've been having probably more overs than unders. I'm going to kind of trust Vegas here. So here's a Washington team. We talk about the ties and how they get, get in the way of the season win number. So Washington, 8-7-1 and one last year. So, um, you know, that certainly is going to make a difference for several teams this year. You look at the division, and I like Dallas. Uh, Giants, I think, are going to have a winning record. I think Philly is going to have a winning record. There's not enough wins to go around for Washington to have a winning record. Distractions last year probably for Cousins. I think they take a... Big step back, last place team. We're going to go under seven and a half, one unit. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I think seven and a half is the right number. I'm going to lean under. I, I don't know. I, I like some of their draft choices. I don't know that I'm going to. I, I'm not willing to go there and put a unit on the under. I'm just going to lean under. I think Vegas got it right with seven and a half. It feels like a seven and nine, eight and eight kind of season to me for the Washington Redskins. That'll do it for this week's Even Money Podcast. We already have one good email question for next week. Send any other questions you ever have to me, ross at rostucker.com, and I will ask Steve right here on the podcast as long as you took advantage of one of our sponsors, whether it's BetDSI or SeatGeek or Sax or whatever it is. Other than that, Good luck, everybody. Hope you guys win some money. I think we're done. Thanks for listening to the Even Money Podcast. Make sure to also subscribe to the Ross Tucker Football Podcast, the Fantasy Feast Podcast, and the College Draft Podcast, all available on iTunes at RossTucker.com or wherever podcasts can be found.